Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Parachill's official podcast. Once again, we're back again this week. It's Danielle and I, as always. Danielle, people, so good to see you. How do people make glasses and headphones work together? Because this they, is they really, really challenging. <laughs> it's, really it's a good thing you can't see me. Hey. Danielle's having <laughs> facial difficulties. It's They're like, push to my face, or I can't read through my fancy bifocal bit. Just get oh. contacts. Do they make contacts for reading? Probably not. Yeah, that's that's my problem. I well, then read. that's also why not just get, like, the earpods. And just use earpods. Be a cool kid. Does that... Does it, yeah. Does that work with, this, with all this stuff? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just use it for uh, the sound. Like, I still oh. have my mic and all that stuff set up differently. I'm just digging the jams. Right? We got it we got it rolling. <laughs> this is our new like just kind of like talking jam right here. Yeah, I like it. Smooth music. It's like what's her name on the radio that talks at night? Um Oh yeah, they used to do she, like the paranormal. She, she, she no, the one that played the love songs. Oh, the, like you know the, the love advice. <laughs> Delilah. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. Oh. I love it. I love it. Yeah. But Danielle, how have you been? How's it been? How's your week been? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Kids start spring break, so I got party, party. A whole week of house of kids. Yep. <laughs> Get tea up. So that's about it. Enjoyed the nice day we had on Saturday. It was before it started yeah, raining, Saturday. like a flood Saturday again. Was freaking gorgeous out and i was i was a little bit upset because i was stuck at work all day i couldn't really go out and do anything uh leash had a nice drive-in then i guess it was it was a very nice drive-in and a nice drive back too but uh how's things so, in the world of Wyatt? not bad busy always busy i kind of like, I know, like, a lot of people text message me, and I never respond back to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> never. Even my insurance company's been getting ghosted by me. Oh, Because no. I'm dealing with my car situation, and they're trying to, like, yes. set up a date to pick up my vehicle. And, like, all last week, they were trying to call me. But every time they tried to call me was, like, like at a bad time. Like, either I was dead asleep, or, like, I was already at work. And finally today, I was able to get a hold of them. They called, and I was able to get in touch with them. So it's like, okay. <laughs> they still woke me up, but... <laughs> You're like, I better answer it. Yeah. Even if I sound like a comatose dragon. <sighs> it, it pretty much was. I was just like, I picked up my phone next to uh, my computer, and I was just like, hello? <laughs> They're like, is, is this Daniel Turner? I was like, yeah, what's up? What can Did I do you for you? Did you talk like Lilo? It, no. <laughs> just, stitch. It, this it is, is Stitch. More, <laughs> stitch. Yes, <I> was stitch. 
those of you who can't see, Danielle is has a stitch with a uh, the hula skirt. Uh huh. Yeah. And there's cool. never it's a bobble. It's a bobble. It, well, he's kind of like a wobbly bobbly. He's got. Oh, hip, it's like he's action. one of the hula. One of the hula girls. One of yeah. The hula girls that you put on your dashboard. Yeah. So uh, there's never a shortage of toys lying around my office. That and art supplies. This would be. Right. I think an Angry it, Bird guitar playing. That's an, it's a little terrifying. I mean, you're not the only one. I got like a crack of <laughs> toys like laying around, like there's like, I mean, a dinosaur. Oh, a di- of course, dinosaur. Yeah. yeah, my son so happily, you know, leaves them in my room. Uh huh. For your, for your fun pleasure when you know. You, know. you forget you forget i love the, the the part where you forget that your kid is not in the room anymore and you're still watching their shows or playing their music or oh yeah hanging out with their toys <laughs> i should have definitely picked this up ages ago but no no i'm uh i'm actually got down to the point where i am so over my kids shows because mm-hmm. he only wa- he watches the same things which is fine you know keeps him entertained but he'll only watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Simon and Number Blocks and Cocomelon. He'll watch Cocomelon. Those four shows on Clubhouse. So let me just tell you that my kids probably haven't watched that in like seven years and I can still sing the whole thing. So I'm going to also have to edit that out for copyright purposes. Oops. <laughs> so you guys are gonna hear a um just a long ass pause and it's because danielle is singing copyrighted music i didn't mean to do it i mean i did i did it i forgot i forgot where i was <laughs> i forgot where i was in the in the tubes in the youtubes in such world in such. of world of give me money for singing right and the, monetization the, and the, everything the and, and especially mm-hmm. like you don't fuck with disney like <laughs> yeah i guess so <laughs> because the last thing that you want to do mouse. is get hit with a cease and desist from the mouse himself, from the mouse himself. yeah but you know so what, are we, ta- ta- so what are we talking about to- today I was, just, I was about ready to segue into it danielle <laughs> damn Wait. Ruined my awesome segue. But anyways, as we were talking about toys and knickknacks and everything from our children, you know, as much of a pain in the ass as these toys are, they randomly appear out of nowhere because of our kids. But this week, we're talking about objects that have supernatural entities attached to them. They may be haunted objects, or they just may be cursed objects. And themselves. So I think the long line, these objects could have um, you know, just you know, anybody who comes in contact with it, just you know, bad shit happens to them, or good shit happens to them, or are just attached with an entity that, you know, may be good, may not be so good. But Danielle and I, because as we rolled this thing, we pretty much talked to each other at the last minute to yeah. pretty much, you know, gather our information. But both of us have gathered uh, some intel. And this week, lo and behold, we didn't what? get the same shit. What? We did not. What? Whoa. It's 
crazy. It's crazy. I skipped over the first few things in my search. Yeah, I did too. Like, you know, <laughs> try to go for, you know, the least common ones that not yes. a lot of people know but of. You know what always comes up is the number one, though, don't you? Oh, yeah, the number one. When, you know, let's just knock it off the part. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what it is. And it is. Dun, 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 dun. Annabelle. Annabelle. Good so, old Miss Annabelle. I don't know. Maybe some of you don't know about Annabelle. But, uh, and fun fact. If you don't, if you don't know about Annabelle... Get out from underneath of the rock that you're under <laughs> and start living your life a little bit. You got to get out into the spoopy world a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Watch a few watch a few movies uh, with her in it. <laughs> what is there? What there's I... like, there's three movies? Three movies of Annabelle now? Yeah. At there's least. An there's Annabelle, she... there's Annabelle Creation, and Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah, but didn't they do... Um... Did they do a, what's the movie with with Ed and Lorraine Warren, the series of them? So this is where my brain is right now. I can't think they of a thing. They did a series? Well, you know what I mean. They Everything's related to them. It oh, all the has Conjuring. The like the Conjuring Thank you. series. Yes. Yes. So did they that... do a Conjuring with her in it? That was Annabelle Comes Home. That was the one with them in it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, in a sense, them, but it revolved around their daughter. Yes. Okay. So what I think is really kind of cool is the doll that they use for the movies is not what the doll looks like in real life. No, no, they definitely, um, they, you know, recreated it to add more of a scare factor onto it to make it yes. look creepier and they succeeded wholeheartedly with it but originally annabelle is actually a raggedy ann doll a shocking i had one of those shocking yeah. she you know, she was not a haunted one though because she didn't do things i mean i might have blamed it on her that her clothes ended up on my cat on several <laughs> <laughs> the poor thing wait wait you should have seen this cat in the bloomers it was <laughs> it was the funniest thing oh good old good old muffin rest in peace you sweet sweet kitty cat <laughs> did you did you bury muffin in the bloomers no i sh i should have but um, sadly, he died, he died the morning after Thanksgiving and my parents found him and they buried him before I woke up so that I wouldn't have to see him like that. Oh, that's good. Yes. And it's in the backyard of my, where my dad, my dad still lives in our, uh, childhood, my childhood home. So he's in the backyard with in the garden. Oh, chasing the field mice. Yes. And his bloomers. And his bloomers. <laughs> Oh gosh, such a good cat. I also used to put him in a I also used to take my laundry downstairs to my mom. I would wrap the sheets up and put it in the pillowcase and then put the cat in the pillowcase and I'd carry him down like Santa. And I'd get to my mom and I go, ho ho ho, Merry Christmas. And then I'd set the bag down gently and I'd cow and run out and jump at my mom. <laughs> 
He was such a good cat. <laughs> Any aspect. If you started a conversation with that story, people would be like, you're a fucking serial killer now. <laughs> I like, never, that, ever that killed a cat. The, that, But that is the start of a serial killer. <laughs> Delivering it to your mother? In well, a, tormenting in a, in a... animals. Tormenting animals. You just put a fucking cat in a bag. <laughs> it was only for it was a pillowcase, not a bag. I just Same thing. It was a bag. <laughs> Same difference. Santa's the only pack. the only thing that's missing from this story is you opening the bag. The cat runs out, but like, oh, who let the cat out of the bag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That but speaking of letting better. cats out of the bag, let's talk about how a nursing student pretty much let the cat out of the bag with Annabelle. Oh gosh. Well, and you know, really, it's her. It's all her mom's fault. Poor Donna. She got the she got the doll from her mother, who bought it at an antique store. Like that's just. This is why you don't go to antique stores and buy dolls. Well, yes, because you got, but you should really know what you're getting, which is most definitely a haunted doll of sorts. But let's let's see here, though. uh You know, because people that aren't sensitive to the paranormal they they don't know that it's haunted they see it they're like oh well i think you know my kid would really like this you know she collects this and then it gets it and then you spend time with it and then it's evil and then it tries to kill you it moves around all by itself like do to do i'm crossing my legs <laughs> i fell over oh i'd like to go sit on the recliner today except nobody's moving it hit her batter <laughs> Can you imagine a, a, a raggedy Ann doll running around the house with Chucky. Just a, just a little soft plush feet just rolling around. Oh, and it's bloomers. I just don't see how that's terrifying. Like, I'm sorry, but if I saw like a raggedy Ann doll just get up and just start like running around the house, that's hilarious. Like, I mean, obviously, if it grabbed a weapon, that's, you know, that's a little bit different. But if it just, like, jumps at you and is just trying to hit you in the face, you know, <laughs> what's it going to do? What's, what's it going to do? And it's little soft little, hands. Little soft hands just batting you. It's like getting ba, ba, batted pow. by a cat that's been declawed. Pow, pow, pow. Pow. It's more of an annoyance than it is actually threatening. <laughs> Except that then she started writing uh, help on paper and leaving it in, yes. around the apartment. Now that's tricky because yeah. I'm not really sure how a knitted doll that doesn't have fingers is writing on paper just exactly. Grabs grabs the, the crayon like in between like her little mitts and just <laughs> help me. Help me. Um and then they find the doll covered in a red substance. It was crap. Ke- uh, well, I mean, or ketchup. You know, maybe I had a hamburger for lunch and maybe. got a little carried away with ketchup. Maybe, who knows? That's right. Um, but then they decided they were going, because they, they were like, what is up? Donna and her roommate were like, what is up? So they brought in a medium because that's what you always do when always you think your that. house is haunted in, or you have a haunted. Psychic. Yes, bring it in. Bring it in and see what they got to say. Well, this one told the girls that the doll was inhabited by a neighbor in their building that had died. 
killed, in fact, in their building. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Yes, that is where she gets her name from, actually. She says that that is her name. Her name is, she says that her name is Annabelle Higgins. Yes. So that is, uh, that is where she gets the name. That apparently is where she gets the, uh, the, the rap of, uh, of the doll is that it's, it's a dead, uh, neighbor. Hmm. So So, what does this uh, person do? You know, as all nice kind hearted nurses do, they're like, oh, well, it's a young girl, you know, we'll keep it. We'll keep it. You know, give her a home. Yeah, she'll be our friend. Yes. Yes. But then their friend Lou comes over and says, "Mm, I think that story is a little suspect. Little sus. And so he happens to hear some crazy noises one day in another room in the house, in the apartment, and goes to investigate. And somehow Annabelle. Got herself her little pencil and stuck it in Lou's neck. Now, I don't really know how he passed away, but that was the story that Annabelle killed Lou. Hmm. So the girls freaked out and they called a priest. They tried to exercise the demon out of the doll, which did not work. So they called the Warrens. Uh, with the help of this priest who took it thinking that it's definitely possessed by a demon and it should stay under lock and key in their little glass case uh, that they've got it in that you've often seen it pictured um, on the internet. So if you have not seen it, you can find it there. And that was in the early 1970s. It, they donated it. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the Warrens Museum. The Warrens. Now, <laughs> and, and the fun thing is, is like as the Warrens were taking it to their museum, um, you know, they had it um, in the trunk of the car and the entity kept messing with their car, mm. kept, you know, screwing with the electronics, you know, turning the car off. So they had to constantly stop and, um, re-blessed a doll to get Annabelle to stop so they could actually make it to the museum to be able to get her underneath the lock and key. Mm-mm. I wonder if they just tossed it out the window somewhere in between them and and the and the girls <laughs> if it would have like walked its happy little Stuff well, apparently that's like one the of the things is, is it's like, you know, you, you try to get rid of it and it just like randomly reappeared. I mean, could you yeah. imagine one day you get to go out your front door and there's <laughs> standing <laughs> on your, there. standing on your stoop is the raggedy and like, hey. I'm back, bitches. What's up, buddy? <laughs> I'm back, bitches. Did you miss me? <laughs> mm. But um, you say that um, like Annabelle, you know, killed this one dude, Lou. But that's not the only reported death that may have been caused by Annabelle. You don't say. So, I I can't remember what the date was, but uh, Ed and Lorraine were given a tour of the museum 
to a bunch of college students. And this one student uh, was there with his girlfriend, and he went up to the Annabelle case and started tapping on the glass. And basically, you know, and just previously said that, you know, this doll, um, this entity calls, you know, some, you know, left slashes on another person just recently because they disrespected it. Mm-hmm. So he goes up to the glass, taps on it, basically says that it ain't shit. It's a bunch of bullshit. And, you know, said that if you're going to slash anybody, slash me. Ed pulled him aside and told him, like, look, you got to go. Like, you know, you can't be here anymore. Like, you have to leave. And three hours later, uh, when him and he left on his uh, motorcycle, he uh, got into a car accident uh, or motorcycle accident. Uh, Three hours later, he lost control of the motorcycle and ran right into a tree. Oh, see, that is not good. That's not good. Don't no, mess. No. Don't don't mess with the Raggedy and all named enemy. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Well, one, like if you know that you know somebody is telling you that you know there's a reason why this is underneath the lock and key. Don't don't antagonize it. Don't don't be a little dick about right. shit. Right, but there are people like that like, like to even do if that. you don't even if you don't believe in it, you know that's perfectly fine, but. You know, case in point, either way, is that you're in somebody else's establishment, you know, so you should just respect, you know, whatever they have in there nonetheless. So apparently, okay, now this, I was just looking to see if I could find the name of said uh, boy that it was antagonizing them but i found out this story here that says because i didn't know the name the age but this says annabelle was a seven-year-old girl who had played in the fields that existed where donna and angie's apartments apartment complex now stood Hmm. apparently annabelle's lifeless body had been discovered in the fields interesting and here's a picture of the real one versus the fake one. Because they are creepy, both of them. Hmm. Um, so, cute little thing in her bloomers. Cute little thing so that, in her bloomers. Yes. Cute I'm, little uh, thing. So. Trying to find out. I found an article uh, on accident, but. It doesn't look like they're. Uh, they gave out the uh, the boy's name. And this is interesting. No, in the Annabelle movie, the husband gives the doll to a pregnant wife, but that is not true. Yeah, that never happened. <laughs> uh, no, it they... basically Annabelle basically came into like their like all that stuff was just created for you know ambiance of everything but you know the only experience that was was uh started with the nurse and then it ended up in Ed and Lorraine's possession 
Yes, it sounds like it was a very far Hollywoodized, I should say, um, a depiction of Angie, the roommate, and Lou was her fiance. So I think they uh, they were kind of playing off that part of the story. Um, and this says, let's see. Oh, yeah, no, they weren't really, the doll was not really attacked by a cult. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> oh, there it is, yeah. So, let's see here. Yeah, when they, upon leaving the place, the couple involved in the accident that led to the young man's death, according to the man's girlfriend, uh, they were joking about the doll when her boyfriend lost control of the bike. So, like, oh. on the ride home, they were basically making fun of the doll, and then he lost control of the bike. <laughs> oh, sorry. What is this? I tried to mute myself, and I couldn't, and I... It didn't work out so well because I'm trying to hold my sneeze and press mute and none of that worked. So my bad. Sorry. I'm having I'm having all kinds of auditory. Issues. Yeah, auditory issues. <laughs> oh, the messages. It says the messages um, were written on parchment paper. Um, and it would say, help us and help Lou. Oh, interesting. So, um, yes, it, it says that blood did, in fact, appear on Annabelle the doll. Dun, dun, uh, dun, dun, dun. Fun fact, it was pig's blood. I don't know that for sure. Don't don't quote me on that. I don't doll. Know. Back of the doll's hand, three drops of blood on and on. Three drops of blood on its chest. There was no explanation for how the red substance had gotten there. And... I mean, in that standpoint, though, they were nursing students, though. Okay? Right. So, you know, or they were nurses. So they could have, like, at some point been dealing with a patient, got blood on them and all that stuff. And, like, it might have dripped on the doll's hand at that standpoint. Like, eh, there's so many variables involved with that. That's aspect. right. Why didn't they get a DNA test on all the blood? That's Did they even have DNA in the 70s? It would have been prior to that, too. They. So, I don't know if they had DNA. I don't know. I just work here. I think that came about in the 80s. The late 80s, maybe. Has the real Annabelle doll inflicted physical harm on anyone? Yes. But Absolutely. not, not to de the degree it was shown in the movie. Oh God, no, 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 no. Uh, so Lou, this is the story of Lou. Lou wasn't fond of the doll, and warned Donna that it was evil. One night, Lou awoke suddenly from a deep sleep and realized that he was unable to move. He saw the Annabelle doll at his feet and watched as it slowly glided up his leg and over his chest. Before he knew it, the doll had begun to strangle him until he blacked out. He woke up the next morning certain that his experience wasn't a dream. 
uh, on later occasion, Lou and Angie were studying maps to prepare for a trip Lou was embarking on the next day when they heard rustling noises coming from Donna's room. Lou approached the closed door and waited for the noises to stop before entering. He turned on the light and saw Annabelle laying on the floor in a corner. He walked over to the doll, but as he did, he began to sense that someone was behind him. He spun around, but no one was there. In an instant, he found himself doubled over, grabbing his chest, which was now bleeding. Upon inspection, he discovered seven claw-like scratches on his chest. Yeah. Four horizontal and three vertical that were hot like burns. The scratches healed rapidly, rapidly and were fully gone in two days. Yeah, I remember that. That's weird. Yes, yes. You know, there are a lot of things that people try to pull off, you know, when you're looking at the world of paranormal and... They showed doors slamming and chairs sliding, but I have to say that more often than not, what I see happens, legit, more often than not consistently, is the scratches, the daggone scratches. They like to scratch people. Well, they always like to do it in threes to mock the Holy Trinity. And, like, I don't know, like, when you watch paranormal shows and all that stuff, and I think, like, when it comes down, like, when... <sighs> let's say like ghost adventures or even like a paranormal state and all those things. It's like, it, it, it really like, you kind of have to come to it. Like when they do like their demonic episodes and all that stuff is how much of this is more for show value than it is actual reality uh, than anything. You know, I, I'm more, it's easier to believe that they're just going on a ghost investigation and like they're getting stuff onto it. But like when they get start to televise like demonic shit like that, it's like, it really like kind of plays onto it. Like, is this really happening? Like, I don't, I don't think it is, but then you don't again, think they don't, really get scratched. Well, I don't, yeah, I think they may just use it as production because every time that they do it, it's always off camera. It's one of those things that, you know, if it's real, fuck, that sucks. I was like, if it's not real, <laughs> well, it's fun to watch either way around because you never actually see, like, anytime that happens, it's off camera. But it's one of those things that for me to believe in, like, you know, a demonic, like, case like that and all that stuff, I have to be there. I'm not saying that they don't exist, but I, I'd have to be there. Yes, and I want to know, can you really see the Annabelle doll still? Or did, in fact, the son-in-law take it out of the museum? He did take when... it out of the museum. That's what I had read. Because the museum is basically uh, no longer exists. So he, the son-in-law now holds pretty much like, well, it still exists, but like nobody's allowed to, like, it's not open for business anymore. So the, but the son-in-law basically took the most, the more dangerous artifacts and is now in there, is the caretakers of them and continues on with everything oh that's so sad because like a lot of people freaked out uh because like they were saying like the annabelle doll like you know, a rumor went around that the annabelle annabelle doll was missing from uh the ed and Rain's, uh mm -hmm. museum so they were all freaking out that annabelle escaped and was out in the public but then um the son-in-law posted a YouTube video saying like, no, 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 Annabelle's still here. She, uh, 
you know, I took possession of her. She's still locked up. She hasn't left. She's not out, you know, with her boyfriends or anything like that. So, still good. So, I'm trying to see... I'm trying to find a recent article to see if... Um, The occult museum is currently closed due to zoning issues. Uh-huh. Zoning issues, huh? Too many haunted objects. Today would be the... Seven, not today, today, but this year would be the... 70th anniversary of their... Um, headquarters as they're calling it in this one uh so that's kind of cool happy anniversary to them in their afterlife mm -hmm. do you think they came back as ghosts <laughs> i know ed did because i know um there's been his son-in-law, like they, he's his son-in-law, has been on a investigation, and Ed has uh, reached out to him through a uh, spirit box and everything. Oh, that's cool. But I think that was more or less of Ed just waiting for Lorraine to uh to pass over to. Yep. No doubt there. That's pretty cool. I'm coming back to visit you when I die. Please do. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, so what else did we find? What do you have? What do I have? In your bag of tricks. So I'm going to basically just rapid fire two of them real quick. It's about like halfway, all the way halfway. Halfway through the podcast. So basically... You know, just going off of dolls in the aspect, everything like short and sweet. Um, you have the bridal doll, which is apparently a doll that uh is possessed by a very pissed off female entity who doesn't like married men. So apparently I don't know much information on to except for basically the you know, claims on this doll of what happened. But basically this kid who collects haunted dolls uh, and is basically self-proclaimed paranormal investigator, bought this doll and was doing a live stream of this doll on his YouTube channel. And it was like an overnight live uh, stream. And his dad was watching it, like I think like a couple of days later, and he started feeling like a burning sensation on his arm. And he looked at his arm, and he had a long, you know, a big scratch on his arm. So, you know, kind of freaked out about it. And then more and more things started happening to the dad. And, mm -hmm. but the son couldn't get anything out of this doll whatsoever. So, now they went to some museum that you know was donated to your museum but now like it only they've started to realize that it only affects married men 
So obviously this doll was either left at the altar or and then like committed suicide or something and attached itself to this doll. And if you're a married man, you know, you're kind of fucked. Is this the same doll that is in, um, let's see, I'm looking at this. Um, no, you said it was, was it bought by a boy? I see one here that was bought by a woman in a set of three from a charity shop earlier yeah. in the summer. Okay. So this one, uh, the pair claims that it scratched them and also set off fire alarms. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So it's not that one. So apparently there's a lot of, uh, haunted bride dolls oh yeah i mean everything if you're a bride you know <laughs> gonna haunt a bridal doll but um was it was it in england yes it was in the uk uh it is the second most haunted object in the world she has been featured on itvs this morning three times and mm -hmm. has made national news globally there she is i found her lee steer is his name uh -huh. paranormal investigator based out of Ro Rotherham? You know, I will butch that, butcher up that for, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, some sale on eBay. <laughs> oh, I, I think he bought it from the, the couple that I just read from because it says, like. Previous owner put it up on sale for eBay after it began attacking her husband, setting off fire alarms, taking off oh. his necklace. <laughs> oh, there you go. Dun dun dun! Wow. Full circle. Yep. Father was watching later that day. Arm was hurting. Six scratches on his arm. That's it. Six scratches. Um, she creepy. I'm not gonna watch that video. Uh uh nope 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 no i didn't watch the video either <laughs> i'm not gonna do it it's like you know the end of the movie the ring they show you the ring thing mm -hmm. like like you're watching it <laughs> i was oh, yeah. watching it with a, a friend of mine we looked at each other we looked at the tv we were like nope <laughs> we not turned that shit off that. Nope, we know just enough to be smart and not watch that craziness. So yeah, nope, I'm not watching. Um, it was interesting. The the gentleman that uh, I was reading the article about, um, my haunted things. Uh, he won't mention the actual or, or or put in a link. Excuse me for the actual. Where is it? Um, Where is it? Uh, a painting that has, it had a little boy next to a doll who seemed to be ho holding some sort of an object that he can quite make out. Um, it was sold from a art museum and the daughter of of the man that bought it um, 
actor John Marley swooped in and scooped it up. He was in The Godfather. Um, within six years, the galley owner, the art critic, and Marley all died. Is is that the the hand resist him? It mm-hmm. is the yes, yes, exactly. And he said he refused to post a link because when he started doing some research, um, his internet had gone down several times since viewing the painting. Uh, So he said he refused to include it in this list because he cares about the readers. (laughs) So, uh, and apparently As you the, can pull it up on uh, the internet. <laughs> yes. The daughter said that, the, I think she was six, a uh, four. The four-year-old daughter said that she saw the doll and the boy from the painting fighting in the middle of the night. So the dad put a video camera on the painting and recorded all night and he said um that he looked back at the footage and actually saw the boy crawl from the painting forced out by the doll whose uh mysterious hand held object had morphed into a gun the painting was eventually sold to a gallery owner who placed it in her establishment in Grand Rapids. So, yeah, that is creepy. Oh, why did I look at the screen? <laughs> I'm not doing it. Uh-uh. Ladies and gentlemen, what you can't see is, is that I pulled up uh, the painting of it and they zoomed in to where you can see two hands in between the boy and the doll outside of the window yeah nope definitely Mm -hmm. definitely super creepy yep and a big nope a big nope (laughs) did you know that the hope diamond is uh haunted Yes, it did. Or, it's cursed. Or it's cursed? A cursed yep. It's a cursed object. Anybody oh, who is in possession yeah. of it that does not get it by proper means is doomed a ill fate. Yeah, apparently it was stolen off of a statue. And uh, the, the thief had a most unfortunate death which seemed to kick off what seemed to be a string of upsetting fates for many of the individuals who owned or even touched it over the years jacques collet died by suicide jacques collet jacques collet sounds like chocolate it does jacques collet jacques Jacques collet died by eating himself because he's chocolate Mm -hmm. death by chocolate Death by chocolate. He stood out in the sun for too long and he melted. Oh, no. That would be horrible. (laughs) Um, Princess de Lamballe. 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 Was killed killed in a massacre in the French Revolution. And merchant, why they all got to be French. And merchant 
Jean Le Tavernier was mauled by a wild dogs. Just to name a few. What a way to go. Well, and you can breathe a sigh of relief, though, because Harry Winston donated the diamond to the Smithsonian in 1958, and the alleged curse seems to have stopped, which I have a picture of because I've seen it at the Smithsonian. Oh. Yeah, I had no idea. I was taking a picture of cursed. I was just like, oh, isn't that the necklace that the old lady threw over the side of the Titanic? <laughs> True story, folks. True story. Truth be told. At least if you... From Britney Spears, according to the yeah. song. <laughs> so... At least with like taking a picture of that cursed object and nothing like really bad happens to it. Unlike if you take a picture of Robert Dahl and Key West and you don't ask permission from him to take a picture, then he will make your life a living hell until you come back and you apologize to him or you write him a letter to apologize to him. Oh, you got to write Robert a letter. No yep. joke. If you live far away. Better write him a letter. Let him know. Mm -hmm. And then the uh, the caretaker will post it on his uh, display case and for him to be able to see so he can read it. Key so West, you know. Florida. Yep. Key West, Florida. So at least this doll, this is actually the doll that um, inspired the uh, the Chucky franchises, uh, the Child's Play. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, is it supposed to be a monkey or a human or what? No, it's a human. Dolls? It's like a human, like wearing human is wearing boots. It's in a sailor outfit. Yeah, his feet though they're in booties or something. And he has a dog. How cute so, is he? Has a little so puppy. Super cute, but don't take his picture. The and puppy disrespecting. Don't disrespect him. Oh, yeah. Don't you dare. Not disrespecting a lady. Uh, I think one known one, uh, there's an interview with her. She took a picture of Robert without asking permission. As soon as she left the museum and was on her way home, she got into a really bad car accident. And then a few days later she ended up falling down a flight of stairs mm -hmm. so she immediately went and apologized to robert it says just tell robert you're sorry twitter users are trying to stem the bleeding of the world right now by apologizing to a cursed doll According to the YouTube video about the doll, Robert is a doll. Ba -da -ba -da okay, but you have to apologize just for seeing a picture, or you have to apologize before taking. You have I to mean, apologize for taking the picture uh, without his permission. I see. The doll was manufactured by the Steiff Company of Germany. Purchased by Otto's grandfather while on a trip to Germany in 1904. Yep. Robert Jean Otto. And he goes, he went by his middle name, Jean, because he started calling the doll Robert. 
And he became super possessive over this doll. Like he wouldn't, he didn't want anybody to like it. Even as when Gene Otto got married, this doll stayed in their lives. Mm. And he was super possessive over this doll. And even now, the uh, the caretaker of this doll um, is super possessive of the doll as well. She, she, like if she brings it out, she she doesn't want to leave its side. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't like you know won't let anybody else touch him or hold him or anything like that. She's like a gets very very protective over it. Wow. Spoopy. So I don't know. I, I see. I don't know if it's like if it's an inhuman entity that's attached to it. Because if it is, then it, it's one of the nicest ones out there, in that sense. Because you know, it just wants to be respected and will stop fucking with you if you apologize to him. Yeah. Well, you know what's what is interesting is um, the mansion that i give tours out of there was a um an entity there who was uh pushing some of our tour guides and uh hair pulling and it turned out that they did a little uh they did a little spirit box session i think with her and if they found out that she was really very nice, she was angry that they would come into her room during the tours without permission. So now when we do the tours through that part of the house, before we enter her room, we just uh, ask permission and let her know that we're not staying. We're just visiting to, to uh, enjoy the space for a few minutes and then we'll leave. And since they started doing that, they don't feel the same heaviness or Mm -hmm. uh, dark vibe. Uh, I will say that I tried to warn one little boy not to run ahead of me (laughs) during a tour because I was like, you have to ask permission. He was like, oh, so he literally went out of the room and stuck his head in and he was like, I'm sorry, may I please come in your room? Thank you. And then went in. I was like, good boy. It's <laughs> a way to teach him. Got to teach him to be respectful. Yeah. Things. And it's good that, like, instead, like, and this is why I respect your tour company, what you guys do, is because of the fact that instead of taking that negativity that was happening and capitalizing off of it, you, they try to figure out exactly, okay, why are you so upset? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, what's making you so upset? And then they found, you know, they were able to, you know, connect with this spirit. And she was able to communicate that, you know, like, hey, it's my room. Like, come on. (laughs) Like, don't be barging in. (laughs) Right. She's kind of like, I understand what you're doing here. But, you know, show me a little respect in my space. Yeah. So, yeah. And things have been peaceful ever since. It's, um... It's definitely uh, enjoyable to work with them because they do take everything they do very seriously and very professionally and really uh, do the 
best they can to try and share the history of every place we investigate or do a tour on and and really try to share the truth and the the good of it even if it comes along with a horror story or a ghost story of some kind it's set out of sharing the history and the story and its afterlife story are all a part of the history of each item and location so yeah, yeah. so robert you just keep making those people be respectful of yeah. your space and your photographs <laughs> so um what uh you got anything else really super exciting you want to I do, I do, I do, I do. I'm trying yeah. to find like the big article onto it real quick that really gives everything onto it. But um, one of the that? most. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just gonna say, no, no, how about that? Go. How about that dark mirror? Because that's that's interesting. That dark that... mirror is really interesting. So yeah, you let's talk about the dark mirror while I try to find this full article of. Uh, what i need real quick okay well so this the dark mirror is kind of interesting and to give you some background mirrors reflective objects they have been long in way back in the day of days i don't even know what i'm saying right now but it sounds like romantic or something um <laughs> those things have always been used as they call it fortune telling right and what's going to happen in your future or things and in the uh more fun uh, uh scientific term of scrying uh is where you're basically fortune telling or looking into a shiny object to see images um however this particular mirror which is now with a traveling um a company that uh it's called the traveling museum of the paranormal and occult so check that out uh in the googles and see if they may be coming to a town near you um but they obtained the original from the original owner who had purchased it while at a psychic fair in the Columbus area. Uh, the same owner said that they were struck with very upsetting visions when gazing into the mirror's dark reflection. And according to the museum, visitors also claim to have reported uncomfortable sightings, like seeing their own corpse while uh, looking into the mirror. So how about that? I'll never look at another mirror again. <laughs> Sorry if I look a mess, y'all, but I'm never looking in a mirror again, because dang. There you know I am, dead in the mirror. <laughs> no, dead not as can be. It's no. funny that you mentioned that uh, that museum, though, because oh, yeah? it's the exact same museum that holds this artifact with it as really? well. How do we do it that? Is. We're like psychic friends right now yeah we are we're the best of friends <laughs> we just know the things without even knowing the things when knowing the things so <laughs> with that the other thing like one of the biggest things that this museum um has been brought upon them 
um, is a thing called the uh, the Curse of the Crone, the Crone of Catskill. Now, this is a statue that was found in the mountains of Catskill. Two uh, buddies were out hiking, and they found this cave. When they went into this cave, they found this statue. The statue has six nails, uh, three nails each, uh, nailed into the eye sockets of this statue. And there's a noose hanging around its neck. Nope. So these guys, and a, a normal person would be like, you know what? No. Not, <laughs> right. not, no. Stay, uh, no. Well, these yeah. guys are like, hey, let's take it home with us. Oh, what an idiot. I know, right? Like, what, I mean, come on. You know, definitely something. They're like, you know, well, it's like, it looks like it hadn't been there for that long, you know, so we decided to take it. Uh, do, 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 do. So, <laughs> the statue, uh, wigged out his buddy, and obviously, um, you know, this guy's like, I'm gonna take it home with me. And so he's like, okay, cool. Even though, just in case, you know, just in case, just in case I want to leave it, you know, in the corner of my apartment or anything. But even though that this area had been known uh, to be a spot for devil worshippers that would come out there to sacrifice animal animals and do spells. Well, thank you. Uh, No. Yeah. Uh, A couple days later. Uh, the buddy, uh, the guy who took it calls his friend and tells him that he thinks the statue is haunted because it keeps moving from its spot and he keeps smelling weird stuff. Now, when he keeps says that he keeps smelling weird stuff, he's basically smelling like what kind of smells like mildew or like swamp water, uh, in his house. Uh, you know, he's saying that he can't sleep because there's banging noises waking him up, and you think, and it's weirding him out, and he, you know, he thinks that, you know, he has a ghost because of the statue. Well, you know, that's a good observation. You know, bring something like that into your house, uh, onto it. So and it starts leaving muddy footprints all over the place. Are you yes. kidding me? Is yes, it Annabelle? Yes. <laughs> yep, starts leaving muddy footprints all over the place. Onto it. Now, see, the thing is, it's like this guy got to it got to the point. Like his dog didn't want to be in the house. Like nothing, you know. But as soon as like he would leave the house, and he would be away from the statue, everything would be fine. Like he slept at his buddy's house for a good solid week, and just decided like, hey, like everything's good. Like okay, we're good. I'm just going crazy. And so when he went back to the house, and that's when like he woke up and he started seeing muddy footprints everywhere. And then it got worse. Oh because no. the statue would move moved again to <laughs> a different place into the house. And you know, kept smelling the smell. And uh his dog that's been you know. Hey, dog is very well trained. You know, very potty trained and all that stuff. You know, the dog was so scared to move around the house that the dog peed in the house three nights in a row. Oh, 
She oh, never no. had an instance of doing that before. Oh, poor doggy. I know. So today. That's bad but, news. No, what, what got down to the point to where this guy reached out to this museum, take this, is because he started hearing breathing. And the way that he described it is it's like his grandpa with his trichotomy type mm. of breathing. And as he was coming down the stairs of his house, <clears throat> he saw at the bottom of the stairs this entity walk into basically what the living room would be. And as... The way he described it is, and when it looked up to him, it looked like just an old hag. Mm. You know, just like that, you know, just the best, like the way that if you would think about an old hag and what an old hag looks like, this is what that entity looked like. Hunched over, skinny fingers, you know, just like, you know, that cloak over top of it type of deal. Think about when, um, uh, the the witch from uh snow white oh the, uh, yeah the queen when it turns into the old lady that's basically you know the aspect of what we're going for here uh-huh not a crazy cat lady like me no no <laughs> no this luna bird is here but no like i'm looking at the pictures and i'm just even looking at you know the whole thing about it is is like even with the nails and the eyes like you would think like nope not touching that well and uh -huh. the noose i mean what why would you even think that you should take that and out of where it was and that good things were going to happen to you they're not not, <laughs> not good not good no, at all not at all that's crazy talk right there no, thank you. Uh, the best part, like, that's not even the best part of what happened uh, with this thing. It's when it became into the property of um, these curators of this museum. And uh, so when they got into, you know, got it into the house, they started having the same situation, you know, of what this uh, guy that took it was having. And there's one night, like, they started hearing, like, weird things going on. And uh, I think, like, it sounded like laundry was running. And when they went to go check out the laundry and everything, like, there was nothing there. But, like, it got down to the point to where it literally threw uh, the crucifix, like, of, like, they had a crucifix of uh, Jesus on the wall. Broke Jesus off of it. Mm. and i mean there's a picture of it where literally the only thing that's left of jesus is like his arm his uh right arm is hanging off of it oh jeez. yeah so sorry jesus oh poor jesus but and yeah. then uh so ooh. they still have this in ooh. their little museum yes they do and there is a video of uh of the uh the crone moving by itself apparently oh yeah crazy oh that's creepy stuff yes it is not good not good 
so there's like a whole cult of things that just move around by itself. We've got the crone and we have the Annabelle and uh, dark mirrors showing creepy people creepy things about themselves. It's interesting. Super. So I had a, a friend of my um, nail technician who got a painting from her sister that the sister said she got it off of eBay. And it is that um, Rosie the Riveter uh, a painting likeness of her. And apparently when the girl hung the picture up in her house, all kinds of creepy things started happening to her. Um, scratches and, and other things. And so the painting is in her garage covered by, <laughs> covered by a blanket because she doesn't want to get rid of it because she doesn't want to hurt her sister's feelings. <laughs> but she also doesn't want to hang it up in her house uh, because creepy things were happening when it was hanging. And then when they put it in the garage, it stopped. So I'm like, no, just give it to me. I know where I can take it. I have people that like creepy things and will know what to do with, with it. <laughs> but she's not yet wanted to part with it. Sorry, I just... Uh found like this gif of um basically this this museum did an experiment with the crone to where they did like a 24 7 like watch and like they had it so they did an experiment by putting a cross as a trigger object and putting a voodoo coffin nail next to it like oh. literally you know just leaning it up like against it to where like it wouldn't just fall over on itself uh -huh. so and they have a emf detector uh sitting right next to it literally the emf detector spikes goes to red and the nail just gets flicked off of the uh the statue oh wow that's crazy yeah. yeah and they so they still have that they have that right now currently yeah yeah they should still yeah they still have it well i wonder where they go i'm gonna look that up Let's see well, apparently like they have like a youtube channel that goes so yeah guys you know look up on youtube the uh the traveling museum of the paranormal and the occult like these guys got a bunch of crazy ass shit <laughs> Good for them. Uh, they must sleep with one eye open in that right? thing. I wonder if we can get in contact with them. See if they want to come. Oh, that would be cool. Maybe do an interview with them. We'll see if yeah. I can reach out to them. Cool. Yeah, that would be fun to see. Da Dana and Greg Newkirk. Yeah, Dana and Greg. Yes, come on. If anybody listening knows Dana and Greg, tell them we would like to chat with them about all their goodies. I want to let wanna, them tell their stories. Know. Truth. I like pick pick out some stories. Show us some things. Yeah. Not dolls. Don't show me any dolls. Don't show them any dolls. Yeah. Wow. Something wicked this way comes. Aren't they cute? Sitting in a chair in the middle of the forest. Let's see. 
<laughs> Booking, press, visit, artifacts, visit. Let's see. Let's see if we can visit Dana and Greg. Let's this see. Is. So let's check that out. But as we uh, we do that, let's close out this, uh, yeah. this podcast for today. So hold on. As always, guys, you guys know what to do. We are on every single platform that you can listen to podcasts on. Make sure that when you listen to us, that you follow, you review, you Peace. rate, and don't be afraid to check out our YouTube channel. Yeah, you know, every Wednesday we have the Witching Hour, so be sure to check them out. Broadcast mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you live in a different time zone, you do the math. I'm not doing it for you. <laughs> And As please always. note that on the 13th of March, we spring forward. So spring we will forward. be an hour ahead of some of our friends in the UK, etc. 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 Yes. And as always, guys, I'll leave my email down in the description below. Be feel feel free to reach out to me if you got any stories you want. Maybe I mean, you know what? I'm gonna say you want to send me a haunted object. Send me a haunted object. Reach out to me oh, through email, and I'll give snap. you my personal information. Okay? Even a doll? Even a doll? Oh, if it's a doll, I'll put it in, lock it up in a glass case. Elf <laughs> elves, locking it up in a case. Till next time, guys. <laughs>